Welcome to Talking to Myself. I am Myra Kay, and I'm here with Hanky Quattro and Chip. I am a 20-plus year communication professor who doesn't profess to know it all, hence the name Talking to Myself, because I will walk right out of these doors and do everything wrong. All right, well, we are here today and we are still trying to be better, more competent communicators who see things from a variety of perspectives. And, you know, as I say every week, you know who my muse is, Donald Trump. But this week, my muse was busy. He was down in the, in the bunker in the basement of the White House. He was down there inspecting the Cheetos and he, he just didn't do anything for me this week. So I was sitting around all week. I was like looking for him. He was, you know, looking for the Cheetos. Nothing was coming up. And then all of a sudden, I see Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer come out with these kente cloths and they were doing like these bows in the middle of some room and it looked like coming to America part 2.5. And I was like, what in the what is going on? And then God said to me, look, I didn't tell him to do all that. That's, that's what I said, what in the what? And he said to me, that's all free will, Myra. I didn't tell them to do all that with that can't take loss. But you know, you might want to think about this because with all this Black Lives Matter stuff going on, people just been doing all kinds of crazy shit. That's what God told me. So I started thinking about it and I said, you know what, God, you're right. Because one minute, all these white people thought Black Lives Matter was some kind of black supremacy group. And now these same white people love Black Lives Matter and they walk around with Kente Claw. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, really, what is going on? on what happened to change black lives matters views and other people in other people's minds like what really is black lives matter and how do people see it and, and how have things changed i feel like one of the things that people don't understand is that all lives matter but right now we're focusing on black lives matter because we're the ones being killed mm-hmm. so i mean yeah we just we know that everybody matters but right. You know, we have to focus on us because we're the ones at risk. We're the ones being protested for. Right, know? right. And you know, I ain't mad at them. You know, right. I, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to kill the party. I'm just saying, I'm curious as to what changed their views. And if you're, if you, if you changed, cool. That's good. I'm with you. I'm with you. But is it legit? Is are your views legitimate? Are you really, really, truly on board with Black Lives Matter, or are you faking the funk? And since we don't know everything, and I ain't trying to talk all day, we're gonna have to hit them screens and see what people have to say about whether or not these white folks who have switched over and are now on board with Black Lives Matter are legit. Do you think that white people who have changed their views on Black Lives Matter are legitimate? I've got two sides to this. Um, for some, I think that some realize and they gain it or have gotten it. But then you have others who don't get it but are pretending or acting like they do because they feel that the protest will die down or go away. Like if we do this, then they'll stop this. So I, I, I mean, you know, I, I feel two ways on that. You have some who do, and you have some that are just back in the front because they just want, they want to make us happy.
But do you think that white people who have changed their views on Black Lives Matter are legitimate? Those who were against it and then now they're all the way for it. I mean, is that legit or are they faking the funk? I think they are definitely legit. And I think they're legit because it's time. Like, I recently kept my niece and my nephew, and my nephew asked for a snack. He asked for some mozzarella sticks. So while I gave him the mozzarella sticks, he also asked for a bag of chips. So I was thinking, your snack has a snack? Like that's, <laughs> you know, I can't really get with that concept. So if you think about it, black people, or property. So to understand the concept, my property has property? You can't mm-hmm. really get it. Doesn't mm-hmm. really catch on. Mm-hmm. Then when you think about my servant has property, okay, I get that a little bit. So you got a few white people that came along and agreed with the concept that yeah, my servant can have a little bit of property. They can own stuff. And then it wasn't my servant, maybe Let's just jump to my neighbor. My neighbor has property. I might not want them in my neighborhood, but yeah, I get it. So now let's just fast forward. Because these are people we work with, people we worship with, people we go to school with. So now it's just like, these are people that I call my friends. Sometimes it's like, these are people I call my family. So I think it's about time they recognize these are humans. These are people too. And they're not asking for my stuff. They're asking for equal stuff. So of course, it's about time that white people think that black lives matter. I just think it just took longer for others, you know, finally get, you know, get with the program that black people are human, black lives matter, along with all other lives. Do you think that white people who have changed their views on Black Lives Matter are legitimate? I think there's a mixture. I think um, a lot of people may have changed their outlook because maybe they weren't aware of what was going on, or um, maybe they were maybe they were influenced by their friends. Because I think a lot of a lot of people genuinely do believe what's going on, and I think it has some of it has to do with Bernie Sanders. I think Bernie Sanders brought to light a lot of the injustices and a lot of the equalities that go on um, within like our political system, our uh, justice system. I think he's brought a lot of that to light for a lot of people that they may not have seen at one time. So I think that maybe some of them do, but I think a lot of them probably have changed their views on a surface level because they want to fit in with the people who actually believe they don't want to be seen as racist mm. because it's so big you know people are making such a fuss about it there are so many people who are actually involved in the black lives matter movement now that by not participating that's almost saying hey look at me i'm racist mm. so i think they're feeling the pressure and they have to participate in some way to prove that they're not racist but that's not a bad thing and i'm going to tell you a story about somebody one time um when I was in law school, well, obviously before I flunked out because I'm not an attorney, but when I was in law school, there were no black law professors. But there was one professor, she was Jewish, and she took kind of like a special interest in the black students. There were only a handful of us. But not in like an overly bearing type of way, it was just really subtle. 
Like, for instance, we were in the hall, one time we were on the to the city, and we were talking about we have to find somebody to do our hair. So at the class, she called us up. She said, hey, can you come to, to my desk for a minute? And she said, I overheard you guys talking about you need to find a hairdresser. Well, I know of a hairdresser. She has curly hair, and she does, you know, my hair. She does a lot of African-American people's hair. So she was always just kind of around and trying to, to give us some type of support. So it was um, Black History Month, and we had this banquet. And during the banquet, someone said, okay, I want everybody who was at the March on Washington to stand up, all of our staff and faculty, to stand up if you attended that march. She stood up, and we were like, oh, wow, we didn't know you were there. So a group of us, we went over to talk to her, we were asking her questions, and she said, I don't like to talk about it because I'm embarrassed. We're like, why would you be embarrassed? She said, because I knew nothing about the call. I was not interested in the call. She said, I was there because I saw a group of people and I wanted to have a good time. Mm. And so I went down there, my friends and I, we got down there, and we were just there just looking for something to do. But afterwards, when I found out how big it was, then it made me realize some things that I had never even thought about. So that changed her life, even though she did not care, she was not interested, that being, participating in that march changed her views on a lot of things, which made her more sensitive to us as black law students at that school. So I think that it's beneficial, even if these people are faking the funk or being pressured into it, I think if it changes a handful of people's perspective, then I think it, it is still a great thing. Some good stuff. I mean, they gave me some different ways of looking at things. I didn't think about some of the stuff that I heard. It was different. A lot of different perspectives gave me a lot of different yeah, for sure. avenues. I didn't even think about some of that stuff. So definitely what I was looking for in terms of some perspective taking definitely gave me a different way of viewing things, exactly where we're going with this, what we're hoping that people get out of this. So great, great right. information today. I had a... Uh... I had an experience this week. I was uh, walking around my neighborhood just trying to get my steps in. I know we're doing a challenge. Uh, I was in the middle of the street, kind of on the sidewalk because well, the sidewalk was gone. So I was uh, walking like around this Dakota sack, and then like cars passed me. About two cars passed me, and then uh, this third car came behind me. It was a all black car. I looked in the corner of my eye, and then uh, I looked again, and I was like, okay. So I, I, I then got onto the uh, on the grass, you know. I got out of the on the side street, got on the grass, and looked back. And next thing I know, it's this all black cruiser, white cop, and she's just waving at me, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just like, you know, I, I didn't know how to how to figure about that. Like, mm -hmm. I know I understand everything's going around, and you know, a lot of a lot of tension between mm -hmm. you know African Americans and police. And times may be harder than ever before, mm -hmm. but you know it's just I kind of felt a, a certain way about that. Before maybe it was maybe it was a little bit more clear cut. Like you were like, okay, if you're white, maybe you you're not down with Black Lives Matter, or if you're a cop, you're not down with Black Lives Matter. But now that all this is going down, it's like uh, maybe you are down with Black Lives Matter. Right. You know, I don't know where you stand on Black Lives Matter, and she just want to make sure that you understand that she's not about to like jack you up, shoot you right. down for just jogging around your neighborhood. Right. Right. You know, and so she's being friendly and just trying to reassure you, which is different, you know, because you never really had a cop reassure you. I think you did one time, though. I remember that one time we went out 
and this one cop came up and he says, you had on your Trotwood jacket? And he said, you from Trotwood? And you said, yeah. He, he had on his whole cop outfit on and he says, yeah. I'm from Trotwood too. And he starts talking to you, he's like, if you ever need any help, let me know. And you remember that time? It was like, you yeah. know, yeah, remember that? He's like, I went to Trotwood too, class of 75 or something, you know. And he was like, let me know if you ever have any trouble, you need some help, you let me know. And we were like, damn, okay, I'll take that. You know, so it was kind of, you know, like a throwback to that day where we were mm -hmm. kind of surprised that this white dude who looked one way and we thought it was coming from one direction really switched it on us and went from another direction. So, yeah, yeah. Right. And, you know, I was doing some research and all 50 states have done a march. Okay, okay. And even some countries like Paris, South Korea, Syria, and Australia okay. have done pro protests for the Black Lives Matter. Okay, so maybe it's going to stick. You know, maybe going to stick this time and a lot of our you know people we talked to today you know they seem very optimistic and you know maybe it's really here and, and hey don't get me wrong I'm here for it all I want it to happen I want it to, to happen and I, I don't want for it to change I hope it's here I'm just hoping that we strike while the iron is hot I hope that we we jump in I hope that we do some advancement in terms of policy change I hope that as people are having their kids they are teaching their kids the right way and teaching their kids how not to hurt my grandkids because I ain't having no more kids you know that kind of thing so yeah I'm, I'm looking for advancement for movement and I'm hoping that it all just stays where it is and continues to move forward you know so I'm, I'm optimistic and I'm happy and you know we, we do what we do here on this channel and as always we're hoping that you like us we hope you subscribe and we will be black next week peace